Walking around the downtown business district in Lyons, you'd have a hard time finding any signs that this time last year, it was partially underwater. But from the patio of the Stone Cup coffee shop, owner Mindy Talent points out where the flood came through town. The water was coming down uh, Fifth Avenue here and 36, and this way as well. So it was kind of converging right there on that corner, and then it went, you know, right through that, and then the market across the street. Talent and her husband Sam run the cafe, and she says they were there working when the evacuation order came. We closed on September 12th. We were actually open that morning of the flood um, just for a few hours, and then um, the town realized that the, the sewer system was compromised, and so we had to close really early that morning. Unlike some other businesses in town, the flood water didn't actually reach their building. But shut-off utilities and washed-out roads kept the Stone Cup closed entirely for about six weeks. And with so many local customers unable to return home, they didn't open full-time until early December. Even without any physical damage, Talent says it was a struggle to stay afloat financially. Well, let me put it this way. Had I not received a pretty substantial SBA loan, we wouldn't be able to operate right now. That's the Federal Small Business Administration. Because that was like at least two months of no income and then probably another two, three months of pretty small income. We wouldn't be operating in, in you know, with any margin of profit if we hadn't had that loan because that's basically kind of holding us as we're moving on. Other business owners have similar stories. Debbie Anderson owns the Lion's Fork restaurant. It's a block south of the Stone Cup, and unfortunately, that location was right in the water's path. The water came straight to the back of our building. Um, we took in about two and a half feet of water and about eight inches of mud. The restaurant's kitchen equipment escaped damage, but Anderson says the lower level was pretty much a total loss. Our basement runs the whole length of the building, and so... Everything down there had to be pulled out and thrown out, so all of our inventory, all of our computers, uh, we had to rip all the walls out. To get the fork back up and running, Anderson says she had to raise about $60,000, most of which came from local foundations and private donations. The financial hit Anderson says she took from lost business is equally staggering. Being closed for five and a half months, that cost us um, you know, close to $200,000 in revenue. Our total number for the year is definitely a good, you know, sixty to eighty thousand dollars less than it would have been, if not more. So, and the flood's economic consequences affected more than just individual business owners. The town was basically closed down for almost two months. John O'Brien is the current mayor of Lyons. He says that with so many businesses unable to operate for extended periods. The town's coffers also took a big hit. Up until August of last year, uh, year-to-date, uh, sales tax was up, I believe it was about 11 or 12 percent. For the remaining months of 2013, um, sales decreased 24 percent. But, O'Brien says, the news isn't all bad. The last few months have seen tax revenues creeping back up. And the town board is working to administer 87 different grants from state and federal organizations. He says some of that money is going to support businesses directly, mostly in the form of low-interest loans. Other funds are being used for things that, O'Brien says, will help the economy more broadly, like infrastructure projects and attractions to increase tourism. 
uh, GOCO, you know, Greater Outdoors Colorado, provided a million-dollar grant for rebuilding of the parks. Um, I mean, those are really economic magnets for the town. Now, a year out from the floods, the mood among Lions business owners seems to be one of cautious optimism. Everyone interviewed for this story talked at some point about the town's resilience and ability to pull together and move forward. And that doesn't just apply to recovery. At least one new business has opened its doors in Lyons since the floodwaters receded. My name's Tony Lachelle. Uh, we're in the Button Rock Bakery. Um, we make pastries, we make wedding cakes, we do uh, breakfast pastries, um, all kinds of things. We do savory items, lasagnas. Lachelle and his wife Jamie began serving Lyons residents from their location on Main Street last December. He says they had already started work on the bakery when the floods hit. Stuck at their home in Longmont, they had no idea if their new business had been washed away before it even got off the ground. Thankfully, Lachelle says, the damage was minimal, and they were able to open their doors just a few months behind schedule. And how has business been so far? It, it's been all right. You know, uh, we're sustaining, that's for sure. So, you know, that's a big thing, first year of any business. If you're sustaining, you're doing all right. <laughs> Even in the direct aftermath of the flood, Lachelle says they never had any second thoughts about opening in Lyons. And the feeling seems to be mutual. And we're definitely getting a lot of local support. Um, which is important. You know, people coming through town is great, but that starts to be a weekend thing and things like that. So having the local community really like us and, um, you know, daily people come in and say, oh, we're so happy that you're here. We want you to stay, you know, we tell people to come here. We want to make sure you guys do well. So that's wonderful, getting embraced like that. Back at the Stone Cup, Mindy Talent takes a pause from answering questions to say hello to a group of local regulars before getting called back inside to help with a Saturday morning rush. She says that over the last few months, business has almost seemed like it's back to normal. Almost. We're moving forward. I mean, there's been so much progress, um, but I, we have a long way to go, I think. For KGNU, I'm John K. Wilson.